actually haven't recorded in like three weeks. Um, you're so newbie. yeah, I've like I'm, I've lost my. I can't remember how to do this. Um, yeah, is your newbie again? The somebody told me yesterday that uh, they're able to give themselves a blowjob. <laughs> was that person me? <laughs> well, yeah, but I didn't want to yes, say that I on know. air. I know. But yes, they're able to give themselves a blowjob, and then the person we were talking to said it back. Said they were able to. Hmm. Well, I can't really suck up. I can lick it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're getting like really. We can um, beep that out. If yes. You want. Okay. Okay. Right. We're um, keeping PG. PG style. Well, no, well, it's it's if you want. I don't. I don't know. I'm an open book. I don't care. Okay. Grand. Well done. We're leaving it in. Um. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pre Drinks at Layla's, the podcast where I, Layla Beauty, sit down with a guest and discuss the topic du jour. My guest this week is the gorgeous Pork O, singer and music maker. Amazing. I'm feeling much better after that introduction. <laughs> People get my head out the door. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Um, yeah, we've been pals for... Probably like a year and a half now, wouldn't you yeah, say? Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah. Maybe two years? When the hell did the pandemic end? What year is this? I actually don't remember the first time I met you. It was at your house. <laughs> <It's the laughs> case a... for a lot of people, actually, yeah. But it wasn't a pre-drinks, it was an afters, actually, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a pre-drinks at all. Oh yeah, actually you yeah. I I remember that time now. Yeah, because you showed up with um really expensive vodka. I did. Yes. But it was from the north. So it you were was, like it, it was actually cheap. Wasn't um, that expensive. Yeah, for but me. I was very impressed. And then you left some of it behind. I did. I yeah. always love a friend who leaves a bit of vodka behind. So <laughs> it only cost me what about fifty pence. So. Ugh. <laughs> we are having a glass of well, we wanted Sauvignon Blanc, but they only had Pinot Grigio. We make it um, work. Why are we having Sauvignon? Why do you like white wine? Why do I like white wine? That's a very good question. It's just tasty, isn't it? Delicious, no. refreshing. <laughs> I hate it. I love white wine. It's my favourite. Everyone my... keeps choosing it for this fucking podcast. Um... You have friends with taste. That's what <laughs> I think. We are having our pre-drinks at the Bernard Shaw, um, where we now record our new home. So if there's background music, it's because people are having a great time upstairs while we film in this very sweaty basement. <laughs> film. Record in this very sweaty basement. So are you ready to hear the topic du jour? I am. I'm born ready for this. <laughs> I'm so excited. I was wondering all day what it's going to be. The topic is... Hit it, Niall. It's beauty. Okay. Mm. Okay, interesting. When did you first realise that you were beautiful? When I did I first realise that I was beautiful? I well, like, it's, it's really funny talking <laughs> to you like this because your, your face is painted like a dog right now. It is. <laughs> Explain that. Well, I was at Stony Butter Festival today. Mm-hmm. I was there yesterday. It was very good. Yeah. And the face paint was free and I thought, why not? I'm mm. in the festive mood. It's a good sunny day. And did you choose dog? Yeah, or? I choose to be dog. Okay. It's not exactly what I had it, it pictured in my mind. I look a bit like, kind of like a raccoon or a skull, but... Um, I think she was going for Dalmatian, but yeah, look, it was free face paint. It was free, you can't yeah. Critique it really. Yeah, and Liam Best Delicious is, was so good and colourful and looked exactly what he wanted. What did he have? He had like what would you call it? Like like a mask, red ball mask. Oh fab! So good, and I was like, oh, she's gonna beat my mug. I'm gonna be amazing. I'm gonna be the best dog in the show. 
Not really. No. <laughs> no offense. Some fucked up raccoon. Um, yes, sorry. So when did you first realize that you were beautiful? When did I first realize I was beautiful? Let me think. I suppose, is it internal beauty or external beauty? It's whatever you want it to be, baby. Hmm, okay. I think you're both. Oh, thank Personally. you. Okay, let's just end the podcast there. That's all we need to know me, Duncan. Let me think. Well, I suppose I didn't feel beautiful for a lot of my life because I used to be very fat. I used to be very overweight. Uh-huh. And strange that since the pandemic is when I lost it, I kind of like completely changed. I lost like nearly nine stone. Really? I didn't know it was that recent. I knew you, you yeah. had a big weight loss. I lost like m- half of my weight in like six months. Fuck. And then it was Fuck. two years to like lose the kind of rest. Okay. Yeah. So then I kind of realised... I mean, you probably weren't doing that healthily. To no, I was actually. I, was, I think okay. it was like the pandemic came. quick. Yeah, for people at such like a bad time for them. But for me, it was like great, amazing. I can focus on this goal of mine. Yeah. So I did, and then I lost it all through, like, you know, diet and exercise, and discovered that I really like to be fit, and I feel like school kind of robbed that with me, with the whole GA bullshit that, you know. Okay. Sporty doesn't mean sporty if you don't like ball sport. Uh-huh. But beauty, I suppose, once the pandemic had finished, I started the pandemic as a chubby 22-ish, three-year-old who got absolutely no attention, and then the first time I was in a club, and someone, like, tried to come on to me, I was like... This is a very odd experience because I had never really been. We live in the gay world. Quite. Here's some information. Oh, my watch. Was that was my watch. I was to press the button. Um, yeah, the gay world kind of what would you call it? Judgmental. Fat shames. Fat shames. Yes. Not even just. I didn't even feel fat shamed. I just felt like invisible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You you hear that from everyone. They're only visible if they're beautiful in in those spaces. Yeah. Um, I hear that from a lot of trans women too. Mm. Um, can you look back at pictures of yourself when you had more weight on now and think that you were beautiful then, or do do you struggle with that? I definitely look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was really fat, wasn't I? But more from a health aspect, I always had a pretty face, and you know, um, can I look back? I, I know, suppose... but it sounds like you're very shamey about it. I know there was nothing I am wrong with being fat. I was. I know exactly, exactly. Like, um. I find other fat men attractive, but yeah, I was, I suppose, in myself in a lot of ways. I'm like very like drill sergeant with myself. I'm like yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. get your shit together, that yeah. kind of a vibe. But yes, I was always a nice person. I was always a friendly person. There was many things about me that were beautiful in other ways. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I know, like fair play for losing the weight or whatever. But um, yeah, I'm proud of myself. But yeah, yeah, it's just strange to. Obviously, you shouldn't. Oh, I, love song. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> is in the love it. Pride playlist. Uh, love it. Um, yeah, you shouldn't seek external validation, but it is kind of nice when you get it, isn't it? Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, there's definitely a pretty privilege. Like, that's a huge <laughs> thing. And being beautiful is just, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to take it away for anything. Yeah, literally. You know? um, so do you like live in fear then of like putting weight back on? You don't mind me asking. Well, I suppose my Sorry, immediate I got reaction... really, really deep, pretty quick. <laughs> my immediate reaction though is to say no, but then I suppose probably yes, since I go to the gym like five days a week. And yeah. I'm not like killing myself going bonkers over it, but definitely I'm like more conscious than the average man, let's say yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like, uh, well, obviously like I've, I've had an eating, an eating disorder and like I've str- I struggled with my weight for like a long time. Um, and 
yeah, I don't know. I just hate to think of like, like obviously if you want to be fit and you look amazing and um, all that, I, I love that for you. But um, yeah, I just, I, I would hate to think of you like being driven hmm. by shame yeah. in any part of your life. Yeah, well, definitely recently I've been taking a little bit of time off the gym because it's summer and I want to enjoy the good weather, which definitely. last year I would not have allowed myself to do. I'd have been really? out, okay. out here for That's 32 good. degrees and go to the gym. Plus we're sweating all the Literally. time. I feel like I've been in the gym right I know. Now. But yeah, I've been giving myself a little bit of a break recently and good. people have been telling me that I look good and then I'm kind of realising to myself, I have to tell myself that I do look good and acknowledge that Yeah, I've definitely. done well. Oh, you have to tell yourself you're yeah. beautiful I'm a big believer in that no matter mm. who you are and how beautiful you actually feel yeah um, you know I still have Jesus Christ <laughs> I still have appearance days where I'm you know very critical of my appearance or whatever but I always make myself tell myself I'm beautiful yeah I need to get better at that myself I'm retching at that already because <laughs> it's just so embarrassing but uh, I know but it's good to it. especially in a in a culture, in like an LGBT culture like ourselves, like ourselves, uh, in like us having an LGBT culture, um, oh, why can't I say that? But you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Um, where like beauty is so important. I mean, beauty is important in, in every aspect of society, but you know, the gays love a beautiful, beautiful women and beautiful men. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can see how like a lot of people would feel invisible in those spaces and try and reject them. I mean, I get shocked sometimes, like, being in, like, the George or, like, Mother or whatever. Just how beautiful so many people are. I know. But then I wonder, like, do some people just not feel welcome in those spaces for that? And they definitely do. Yeah. Um, Which is an awful shame. Yeah, and we, I suppose, have, like, similar vibes in that, obviously, I'm a cis man and, you know, you're a trans woman. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm definitely, how would I say unique looking man I'm quite yeah. androgynous I get she heard even if I have a moustache which I yeah. don't mind I used to hate that when I was young but did I you? I used to be so embarrassed when I lived in London and someone thought I was a girl and I was really girly back then I had no facial hair <sighs> I didn't even have an armpit hair till I was 22 I was I was, I looked like a girl right, I got, okay. used to be so embarrassed and humiliated when someone would do it but now oh, I kind gosh. of like I look back and you can't look back and regret and I'm like I wish I had just embraced that more so I do that now yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I love the way you embrace it. Mm. Um, I did. I do want to say at some point in this podcast, there's actually two things I want to give away. You know, when you have um, something that like hurts and that like makes you a bit sad and you want to just sp- speak about it to mm. give it away. Um, and one was, you know, us fucking last night on our way out to enjoy a fab night and that man shouting faggot. Like, yeah, I, got, I, got, I was actually talking about that today with my boyfriend, Anthony. Um that, that specific bridge, I always get it on that bridge. Really? Yeah, I was walking that one. What? It's between Fishamble Street and Cable Street. I know, it's Wrong ridiculous. place for homophobes to hang out. Literally, well, that story was like, what he go, actually, he didn't say faggot, I said faggot, but he was like, oh, gay. Oh, them gay. yeah, he went, which is actually like that that thing from like, what was it, like 2012? It's like a community. Yeah. <laughs> gay. That's yeah. what he said. Oh, I was like, are you a 12-year-old boy? But anyway, sorry. Literally, and I was like, well, actually, that's faggot to you, sir. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I mean, just take, like, I mean, literally are we 12 like you've correctly ident- you've correctly identified mic <laughs> you've correctly identified that I'm gay like honestly yeah yeah and yeah I know be creative with your insults at least but literally. um it does like ugh, you know that feeling when you're shouted at and like you're just trying to have a good time like we were on our way to a fun night out we'd, we'd had a really nice day mm. and like I, I I feel like I hear this like ringing in my ears when it happens where I just have to like 
go back and like obviously that didn't even happen to me but like I was with you Hmm. and like having to I don't know it's having to carry that all the time that like it's just around the corner you know and Venus and I spoke at length about that on her episode um it's just exhausting it does it does wear thin sometimes you know because like I mean like if you get insulted 10 times at least like one of them the other nine might not matter but you might just be having a good day and it's just like I didn't need this today you know it really annoys me when it's like three of us like I don't know like expressing kind of I hate this term but queer joy um and somebody just feels the need to tear you down but that is the world and I just think it's you know with pride coming up yeah next week it's it's like I I always like to talk about that stuff because I don't think non-LGBT people realize how like it is and like I on my way here I was waiting for the bus and I could see a man filming me across the road like that kind of shit you know did you call him out did you like wave no I just like lifted up my sunglasses and like stared at him until he realised I could see him and yeah. then he did stop but like they don't always do that sometimes they break their shit laughing if you do that That's so, so it's more like it's like how much attention do I want to give this give yeah. to this and how much space do I want to give to this you know but it's just like for god's sake but at least at least I look nice yeah I know <laughs> like I mean I suppose you can it obviously makes you feel like a bit of a spectacle but then it's very like would you want to give away the fact that you're unique would you want um, to blend in no no I don't I don't want to change anything about myself, but, like, I want to change the world. Yeah, I feel the exact yeah. same. I used to say that all the time. Like, I used to get asked in interviews and stuff, like, was it really hard? And I was like, well, I never saw anything wrong with myself. My depression and my frustration and stuff came from, like, the world I live in is so cruel and horrible. Yeah. Um, and But it was never like, oh if I was different life would be better or whatever I never like there was never a time in my life when I was like thought there was any other option than to be hmm. what I am you know yeah I'm the same as that I've actually realised like chatting you more that we're quite similar in a lot of ways we like, are yeah. yeah especially like your show even though I'm not trans I like personally related to a lot of it really yeah oh, like a lot you. of stuff tickets on sale for August 18th now oh <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah I, I realised I was like okay there's a lot of like crossover in like the way that you perceive the world and the way that I do as well mm. yeah I can think maybe that you're probably a little bit more affected by it than me because I suppose how would I say it's probably easier for me as, it's more accepted to be a gay man these days do you know what I mean yeah I think I'm just like I've always been quite depressive as well though like depression runs mm. quite highly in my family so like it was kind of natural that at some point the stress and everything was going to get to me you know yeah. and just cause multiple nervous breakdowns yeah um, fun but yeah, so I just think, like, you know, we are on the cusp of pride. I can smell the poppers and, um, <laughs> no uh, along the streets. I can smell the sweaty bumholes. Um, so, well, no poppers for I, me, but... No poppers of pride? Not anymore. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to tell the story? Do I want to tell the story? I suppose I will, but I was going to show this to my mum, but... My well, we, we don't. We can edit it out. We don't no, no, I'm, I'm an open book. You've already said you, like, you can lick your own dick, so I don't know if you can go much worse than that. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, club. I think you should still show your mom. I, my mom has to listen to everything I say, and I know it tortures her. No, I will. Like, she'd, be, she'd be interested to hear this. She definitely would. Mm. Um, but maybe not like this specific next part, but um, she'd be interested to hear this <laughs> yeah. vibe. Yeah. Um, we can edit a version for her if you want. <laughs> well, mother last night. 
the well, club, not, yeah. not yeah, your but mother. not my mum. Yeah. Sorry, confusing. Yes, mother of the club in Lost Lane. Um, I was with Layla and Best Delicious Liam all day, mm-hmm. having a few drinks, sunny weather, probably dehydrated, poppers, alcohol all day on the trot. Someone's <laughs> weed pen, uh, more poppers. <laughs> It's amazing that you partook in so I many know. poppers and I didn't touch them once. 45 minutes in the smoking area. I'm just going to touch them lots of times. Um, go on. Feeling green. Liam asked Oh, me. did you feel ill beforehand? Oh, I felt like I was about to absolutely vomit my oh. ring up and that's why I started to leave. Because I was right. like, I'm going to be sick, I need to leave this club. I need air that's not filled with smoke and vape and poppers yeah, juice. that smoking area is just, yeah, anyway. And then on the way out, next thing I know is... I wake up on the floor with a Brazilian doctor sit, helping me breathe. And I'm like, damn, damn. And someone going, he's been spiked, he's been spiked, which made me extremely anxious because I was like, oh God, Jesus. what the hell is yeah. going to happen to me? But luckily, glass of water and a few deep breaths and I was fine. But Good. I fainted in mother. Beautiful. And I would have hit the actual floor if Liam wasn't there. To- yeah, no, that's, thank God he was there. Um, yeah, I'd left at that point. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I would have caught you, yeah. I promise. Someone yeah. would have been there. It was I actually think... nice to see. I hate being a centre of attention. I hate being pitied in that regard. Mm-hmm. But it was actually, maybe I do have Munchausen's, like Munchausen's, I felt like. <laughs> this is kind of attention. It's kind of nice, a little bit. <laughs> Liam painted a gorgeous picture. He was like, you know, a Brazilian with his top off came running over and said he was a doctor. And then uh, I asked some twink to run and get everything. And I was like, oh, all the gays. It was, together. it was, it was gays, yes. Yeah. Um, Right, sorry, we've gone on a complete tangent from the the topic du jour. Um, Beauty. What was the first act of grooming you ever remember doing? I thought you meant every kind of grooming. I was like, what are you you insinuating? Grooming. Personal grooming. I have a monobrow. Someone made fun of me when I was really young. Probably like 14. And then I felt really humiliated by it. So I used to like really pluck it. And then one got like way... I, I did too much. You went too far. Yeah. And it took like a month to go in and I was like, do you know what? I like my monobrow. It's maybe not everybody else does, but... I can't judge whether you have monobrow or not now because you're covered in paint. But anyway. Maybe that's why I put it on. <laughs> yeah, I have a monobrow. Um, I used to pluck it something fierce and I was like, do you know what? I'm me. I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. Just because someone else doesn't like it doesn't mean I have to change myself. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing I ever did was shave my legs. Okay. How old are you? Um, it must have been like 12, 13. When does hair grow on your yeah. legs? Like, um, but I remember being very distressed by that, cause, which is so funny because my legs are so hairy now. <laughs> but uh, I like when I hit puberty and I was like, oh, I don't want this. Mm. And I remember going into Boots in Dundrum on a family shopping trip and like I was sweating buying the razors and everything. I was like, yeah. what if they say to me, like, why are you buying razors? You're I know. Like that kind of thing, which like... If I thought about it, boys buy racers all the yeah, time. Literally. But, um, yeah, and then I remember going home and, like, getting in the bath and shaving them and, yeah, then just, like, enjoying how smooth my legs were and then being so depressed that literally the hair grows back, like, within yeah. a day. Um, but, yeah. That fear about, you know, a shopkeeper exposing you or asking you a question. Yeah, felt I know. Before, like, I felt that one before. Jesus, shopkeepers don't give a shit. I know, literally, they would not give, like, even if they did, it would be, like, a five-second interaction. Yeah. The fear is, like, paralyzing. Yeah. What, would you describe your fashion sense as, like, femme? Would I describe it as femme? I don't know. I, see, because my perception of gender... Androgynous, maybe? Yeah. Androgynous, yeah, I suppose, in society, but I just wear stuff that I like. Yeah, definitely. So, 
it's very like I don't pick up something because I think this is for a man well, maybe if it like is fitted to a man's body do you know what I mean because mm. I do have a man's body um, femme I suppose I, do, I really don't think of myself in those yeah no fair enough yeah so um, I, 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 I that even wasn't really the question that I wanted to ask yeah. I wanted to ask do you go into the women's section in shops usually I do both yeah you and know, when did that start that's what I meant to ask when we were talking about shopkeepers and stuff let me think when did that start I suppose when I was like in London stuff when I was like I never really gave a shit as a child either but I've got my own like sense of style I suppose when I was like yeah 21 is when I started getting it together mm-hmm. and um I suppose then but I never really gave a shit like even as a like as a child I never really cared what other people thought of me okay yeah, yeah. cool hmm I um used to shit myself going into the women's sections um I used to feel I used to hate that I felt it as well and I used to try and pretend that it was so so I was so calm and nonplussed yeah. but uh, the whole time I'd be sweating I'd be like oh my god everyone is looking at me being like hmm. what is he doing in here that kind of thing yeah I suppose because um, it like it meant something to you you know yeah I think it didn't so mean, it didn't mean anything to me to like be wearing you know say a jumper that is branded as a woman's but yeah it was important to you. Yeah. I think, like, you know, I was like you and that, like, I didn't care what people thought of me, really, like, in terms of, like, people I knew and stuff like that. But it was more, like, I don't know, I just got very caught up with, like, how strangers would see me. And, like, I hated the thought of being, like, them being, like, oh, that mm. poor... I think it was pity I was most afraid of. That yeah. poor boy having to buy... I don't know. um, That kind of shit. Um... But yeah. Mm, I have a massive issue with pity. Oh. My therapist told me that. Oh yeah. I will actively not seek help because I don't want to be pitied. Oh fuck. Yep. Well that's very bad. Yeah. Not right. that I need help from anything, but you know I won't. <laughs> I won't tell people my problems because I fear that they're gonna judge me okay. or pity me based on them. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well I I won't pity you. I I fairly like I you. I know, thank you. <laughs> what act of grooming would you like never skip? Never skip. I suppose my hair, like my hair on my head. When I'm going out, I always like to, I always like to have nice, clean, good-smelling hair. Okay. That has been, even if it is in a cap, I like to smell good. Yeah. 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 Oh, I wish I was like that. I could let my hair go so <laughs> straggly if I if I, I have to force myself to wash it all the time. Oh no, I love washing my hair. I don't like uh, having to dry it, but I love having nice, clean-smelling hair. Mm. Mine smells lovely right now. If you if you want to sniff. <laughs> um, what do you find beautiful in the world? What do I find beautiful in the world? <laughs> Sorry, let I don't know why I wrote that question, but anyway, you're going to have to answer it. Yeah, let me think, it's, let me think. It's, it's pretty pushing. What do I find beautiful in no, the world? No, it's been three weeks since I did this. <laughs> beautiful in the world. There's a lot of beauty in the world. Um, I suppose right now in this part of my life, I find friendship very beautiful. Friendship. Yeah. I suppose as a gay person, it's very important. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We're in such an era of, like, um friendliness I feel like and really appreciating like all of all of the people that are like doing things with friends and stuff like that because I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or what but or I don't know if it's just the age I'm reaching as like um an LGBT person with lots of LGBT friends you know like where because we mightn't have like felt that we had like authentic friendships in our adolescence I feel like we're well, I don't know. Like, my straight friends don't hang out nearly as much as, like... That's so my, true. My gay friends are so up to do anything all the time. And, like, and I'm very social, so... Even, like, aside from, like, you know, being, like... Well, obviously, we're in the city and it's diverse. And I've loved moving to Dublin and meeting new people. I love to meet new people. Mm. Um, 
it's very like gay people or friendships are so like non-judgmental like it doesn't matter if you're sure. a 45 year old lesbian and I'm a 21 year old twink if we get on we'll go to the same bar and definitely have a ball do you know yeah. what I mean whereas like I don't really think well we were showing each other our favourite pornographies yesterday we were yeah. we were which I liked yeah that was a good conversation yeah probably shouldn't have taken place in a public park no probably not <laughs> in the middle of... but look sure we were discreet we were discreet very discreet um yeah I love that about friendship I don't know if I can come up with a better answer than that well that's what's um, fueling my life at the minute and that's what I find beautiful yeah to hello pardon the interruption it's Layla here and I just wanted to chat for a minute I hope you're enjoying the podcast I'm really enjoying doing it if you are enjoying listening, maybe you'd consider pledging a bit of financial support. I've now set up a Patreon for the podcast at patreon.com forward slash pre-drinks at Layla's. There you can pledge a monthly donation of a euro, two euros, three euros, or four euros. Getting financial support means that I can pay my contributors and continue to produce this podcast. I don't intend to hide any content behind a paywall. If you become a patron, you will have first access to any live shows that I do and exclusive access to certain discounts. If you can't afford to pledge any support, please don't worry about it. I hope you'll still continue to listen and to spread the word. Once again, that's patreon.com forward slash pre-drinks Thanks so much, girls. Oh, I love an event at the moment. Oh, yes. I love just... Like ticketed event or like just... Some... Anything, just an excuse. Like even going to the festival yeah. yesterday, it was like... It's an excuse to go and meet up with friends and do yes. something a bit different rather yes. than just the same old like... I love that. Um, I don't know, meeting in the same bar, getting drunk, da da da, da. Um, Yeah, and that is why I'm holding an event. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not even going to promo it because I'm pretty sure it will have been over by the time this comes out. Um, what? <laughs> this isn't to do with beauty at all, but what are your thoughts on straight people in gay clubs? Straight people in gay clubs? Now. Okay, this is a difficult question because Very. obviously our straight girls kind of... To be an ally, sometimes you do put yourself in a position of danger. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes, like, my yeah. friend B would defend me, like, say, an Enniskillen, if someone called me a faggot or something, would defend me more aggressively and more determinedly than I would even defend myself. Yeah. So, you know, there's been times where she's, like, put herself in a position of, you know, like, physical danger or, like, for abuse, for her to open herself to abuse. So Yeah. I mean, that's kind of invaluable, isn't it? To have people who Definitely. are allies, do you know what I mean? But I never, ever, ever have an issue, though, with somebody who's straight being there with a gay friend or whatever. Yeah, like, like, your brother's totally, like a guest, I, yeah. Like, I don't, don't mind that at all. And I never have. I remember being in the George one time and this girl was like, um, this, we're here for, or she, I said, I asked, uh, we were talking for a while and then I asked her, was she gay? And she said, no, like, we're here for whoever's birthday and I was like oh is she gay and she was like no mm. and I was just like why did you come here for your birthday literally. to George like I'm just a bit like I don't really mind if they're nice but like usually they're not nice a lot of the time the they're issue. not like, yeah same friend B was like chatting a girl she was wearing high heels and we were dancing in the George and she was like oh I'm wrecked I need to sit down and she sat beside this girl and she goes, oh, how old are you? She goes, oh, I'm 18. She's like, oh, you're just, you're just a sweet one. You're just a wee baby. She's like, yeah. And she's like, is it okay if I sit here? And she was like, yeah, yeah, but but don't be trying anything because I'm not gay. Oh, In the fucking fuck gay club. And she was off. like, hon, I'm not gay either. I just want to fucking sit down beside oh. you because it's fucking busy in here. Absolutely and miserable. In the same fucking scene of the crime in the George, we were there on Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday, I can't even remember. But it was wedged 
with straight people. Yeah. And they were oh, all you were saying that. Horrible. Like physically pushing us yeah. out of the way. Like what the fuck? Is this I know. Like, well I don't even need to question like is this how they behave in straight clubs? Because the few times I have been to clubs where straight people frequent have been horrible experiences. Yeah. I don't don't like straight clubs anymore. Oh, I don't go to them. Um I'm trying to think of the last time I was at one. It must have been a long time ago. I just physically I refused to go. Um, I also have noticed this, like... And girls have told me that they've done this. They bring a guy to a straight club to make sure he... Or to a... Sorry, to a gay club to make sure he's um, an ally. And I'm a bit like... We are not a litmus test. Don't bring your dates to our Literally. clubs. Like, what the fuck? Because, like, I would never, like, be like, oh, that couple, you know, like, that's a straight couple who are here. Like, that yeah. would never, I would never get annoyed about that because, like, you don't know somebody's sexuality. One of them could be bi. They could both be bi. They yeah. could be looking for it. Whatever, you know. I'm not going to get into that shit. One of them could be trans. Yeah. Um, but, the, the, yeah, that thing of, like, and I, I just feel like I have seen a few where I'm like, that is exactly what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah. get out. Like, this is not, like, fucking, yeah, a test for... For you to, yeah, you know, this is our, I hate the thought yeah. of our spaces being used as like, yeah, some sort of experiment or whatever. Our space is a space for us to have fun and be safe, not Honestly. for you to bring someone who is, you, you, even if you have like a single, like a single inkling that someone might be a homophobe, Don't do not bring them. them to the gay bar. Well, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was going to tell a story there, but I can't. Um, <laughs> I'll get in trouble. It is a complex issue and like people ask me about it all the time and like you know I'd be very wary as well of like defining anyone or whatever you don't know what people are you know going through they might define themselves as straight while being in a queer club because they're trying to find themselves or something like that I mm. don't have an issue with that it's more that like or like groups of lads Ugh. go to the George to see the drag queens straight lads as because they think it's hilarious that kind of thing exhausts me and it actually yeah makes me want to it's is it shoot my face? Is this something that's like all over the world? I think it's just like this Irish thing where like, oh, can you imagine if we went and did that? Wouldn't we be so? Because B, same friend, moved to Vancouver and she's like, loves gay bars there. She finds them more inclusive. Yeah, and she goes with her gay friends and her queer friends. Mm-hmm. And she went to one drag queen show and she spotted a group of Irish men doing exactly that, going to the drag queen show in another fucking laugh, country. Like, yeah. To take the piss. It's just very like, stay at home and I don't fucking know where. Honest to God, yeah. Arsehole like having. Yeah. I'm, I'm half Cavan, don't come for me. <laughs> um, And live your miserable life and let people enjoy themselves. If you're there to have a laugh, get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, how miserable. Literally. Um, like, whatever. Because then as well, like, I hate the thought that like, oh, drag queens are just like, comedic performances. Because obviously they're really funny yeah. a lot of the time. But like, it's not comedy unless no. it is a drag queen comedian who will be performing at, like the one that will be performing at my live show um, but the yeah like the the whole like the, the butt of the joke isn't that they're dra- like they're playing with gender you know yeah. um, anyway why am I explaining this to you <laughs> <laughs> but I often find like straight men are so like sexually like, aggressive with gay people like I remember one yeah. time I was in Enniskillen dancing to New Order Blue Monday best dance song ever by the way best um, love it um and this straight man came up and I was dancing and people don't dance in Enniskillen because you'd be like fucking a weirdo if you had fun and smiled. Oh yeah. Um, And his, what he thought was appropriate to do was to take off his shirt and hump me. Oh for fuck's Purely sake. because I'm gay and he's like, oh gay person, I can have fun with them. And That's disgusting. Like what the fuck? Yeah. 
I've had a, like, I think as trans women are really over-sexualized as well. I've had a lot of experiences like that. And, mm. Where it's like, oh, because you're some sort of like fascination to me. Like you're mm. going to be down for whatever I want. So, Even when we were in street last night, like this man came up, just absolute chaser. It was like, there's like a certain light in a man's eyes when he, when you are his like fantasy and he's like, he doesn't see you as a real person. And he's like, I'm really into you. So you're going to be into me, obviously like that kind of thing, you know? And then like their faces fall when I like give them the slightest bit of rejection, which is usually just, I'm going to go back to my friends now. Yeah. Um, I get that sometimes with my hair down as well. Like obviously I'm sure you do. Yeah. And grinder specifically, like not judging anybody's whatever gets you off, whatever floats your boat, go ahead. But I don't really find it sexual or even like, I don't think wearing women's clothes, what would you say, has any meaning on who I am as a person, do you know what I mean? But like these people, I always might be like, do you dress up? Would you dress up? Oh, Lingerie? Yeah. But I was like, you're such a loser if you think that, that, I don't know. He- I am judging it a bit because, but not because of that. But like, I know a lot of people and I've had these conversations, you know, I went, a magazine I used to write for, I did a series of like talking to people who cross-dressed mm. and I don't know why I thought that was a bit random. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just so quirky. Um, but the, some of them said that they loved how they felt like a slush and stuff mm. in women's clothes and like they loved, they felt like it was like the ultimate form of demeaning to like meet with, them, meet with somebody and have sex in women's clothes and I was like, so you're just saying that you're perpetuating society's view that women are fucking... That's 100%. So you think yeah. you're you're getting sexual sexual gratification because you're wearing women's clothes and you think that makes you lesser. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, so if... if if I can't imagine how... I'm, maybe it could, I mean... Um, but, like, I can't imagine how it could be a sexual thing without having these kind of, like, problematic undertones. Hmm. Um... Because and then I'm like, if you want to wear women's clothes, just wear women's clothes. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I, if I see a man in a dress, I don't care. Like, it means um, nothing. Yeah. But, like, but if you're placing that sexual weight on it because it's demeaning, like... That's it, yeah. I wonder, is it, like, you know, like a leather thing or, like, a latex thing or whatever? Like, you know, this kind of fetish gear and stuff. Mm. But then, then, yeah, I just hate the thought of, like... I don't know. Being a fucking... But see, like, leather has a particular feel and a particular smell and mm-hmm. a particular, like, culture around yeah. it, you know what I mean? Same like, with latex and stuff like that. I think yeah, more about, like, the way it sits yeah, in the body and yeah, stuff like it's that. Yeah, like, a physical sensation. But, like, if it's just wearing, like, red fucking pantyhose and stockings and you're like, oh my god, I'm a filthy, worthless piece of shit and this is so humiliating. It's like, you're placing a whole lot of fucking meaning on a bit of fabric. And a lot of men that I talk to as well thr- thrived, is that a word? On the fact that like, oh, nobody would ever guess this about me. I'm a GAA guy. I'm a whatever. I'm a businessman in my suit every day. No one would ever guess that I like to get fucked while while doing this. Or like stick mm. dildos up my ass and take pictures of me in lingerie. Like that kind of thing. And yeah. I was just like, we've barely talked about the topic to Jordan. We've yeah, just know. talked about it, But I love this. <laughs> We're just talking about it. Let's just pick apart queer culture. Yes. Um, oh God, we really have. But Yeah. Makes me so sick. Um, I just never understood it. I just, yeah. I, I don't get how your brain works like that. I had experiences before as well, like where like I'd be like talking to a guy and like, you know, this when I was having casual sex and I'd be like, oh, will I come over or whatever? And then he'd be like, yeah, are you going to be dressed up? And I'd be like, Ugh. oh, you think 
this is like a well obviously I'd never go meet them then but I'd be like oh you think this is like a dress up thing like yeah. this is actually just who I am and I just want to I just want to have sex like a normal person literally okay? um, um, you must get like I spoke about this before I know on the podcast um, like how since I got my vagine um, a lot of chasers are just like completely turned off like it's a great way to like if if I think that someone's a chaser I like mention that I have a vagina very mm-hmm. quick and they like disappear because sometimes you can't tell you know yeah. you be in a bar talking to a guy and you realise oh they literally just want, want me because they think I'm I have this body part yeah. but you must as like you know an androgynous person or whatever you must get a lot of like fetishization with that yeah and this is back to beauty so obviously I like who yeah. I am but sometimes not that I wish I was more masculine obviously I have to appreciate what I have and who I am because I'm never going to be anyone else Sometimes I'm like, oh, I just wish I looked like ex-friend or them or them. Because really? the kind of, I have a boyfriend as well, so I'm not like fucking losing sleep over it. No. But like the kind of guys that would hit on me or like come up to me. A lot of them are nice, like don't get me wrong, but a lot of fucking weirdos, as you say, that, you know, want me, you know, think that I'm going to be like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I completely yeah. get what you mean. Like you're outside the realm of what they'd usually have or yeah. something. Or, or like... Yeah. Sometimes they don't see me as like, well, I'm, I'm a man, you know, I identify mm. as a man. Sometimes I can tell that they're not viewing me as a man. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't I, mean I, like in a like, you know, non-binary way or, you know, whatever, referring to me because they're worried that they're misgendering. I'm not that. I'm talking about like literally like, you're going to, I'm going to fulfill, as you say, you know, some sort of weird yeah. fantasy. And I, I, yeah, I can completely imagine that because I felt the desperation from those men and it mm. is like a palpable thing. It's hard to... No, it was weird. Palpable? Is that the word? Um, <laughs> it's like hard to explain to other people yeah. how it feels, but you can you can feel it often. Yeah, the, but they're always weird as well. It attracts oh. like weirdos. Absolutely weirdos, yeah. Like people who like want to like, I don't want to knock anybody's kink or whatever, but like who do like weird things, you know what I mean? Totally. What was yeah. like a comorbidity, you know? <laughs> And um, what's your opinion on people asking pronouns? Actually, you must get that question a lot. I do get it a lot. I think it went, oh my God, I'm going to be skinned alive for this. It went a bit bonkers when I was in oh, London. I, I realised it went bonkers because I was in heaven. And God love her, it wasn't the girl's fault. She was being nice. She must have been 19, I was 21. And my hair down, I had a moustache. Mm-hmm. And I could see her looking at me and she was so confused. And she was yeah. like, what's your name? Porrick. Right. In Ireland, we know Porrick is a masculine name. Yeah. People in London don't know that. Yeah, okay. So you could see her like, like the clock was ticking. She's like, what the fuck do I call this person? Yeah. And which again, like when people are so fucking fascinated by or like struggling over it, it's like, oh God, come on, like yeah. relax. Like, but anyway, like one. She was trying to be nice. I'm sure she had gay friends and you yeah, know, she was she trying. Yeah, best of intentions, yes. I'm sure. But she was like, oh, and um, forgive me, uh, what are you? And I was <laughs> like, I know, so clunkily worded, but she was you? trying to be nice. I know, I know. And I was like, oh, I'm a man with long hair. And she was like, but you want to be... And I was like, no, I'm a man with long hair. And she was like, but you, like, want to be, like... And I was like, I'm literally just a boy with long hair. And I was like... Imagine that. Literally, she just could not... Confuse, Compute yeah. that I was literally a non-traditional looking man. Oh, yeah, she probably seen a segment on this morning about yeah. a trans woman or something and was yeah. like oh I'm, I'm spotting one <laughs> yeah. like, there's one oh. in the wild yeah. like she probably just thought like there was no way but that kind of annoys me like love my non-binary people of love course. you sometimes I don't like the perception that society now has on say for say gender non-conforming because of that it's I just completely like, agree you think 
it's obviously the intention is very different Mm -hmm. but if someone who had a very aggressive thought on gender looked at my yellow fucking top and said that's a woman's top it makes you less of a man what are you it's the same kind of thought process of someone who is doing it in a positive way and saying that's a woman's fucking top there's no possible way you can be a man obviously the intention is very different but it's just very like can I not just be a man wearing a yellow top yeah I agree with you um yeah, I, I think that in a certain sense it can seem like society has become more obsessed with gender because oh, it's like it's all about trying to figure out who someone is. And 100%. Stuff. I get asked the pronoun question all the time still. I know. It's... And I find it really fucking annoying and I shouldn't and yeah. I think I shouldn't and yeah. like I think, but like I'm not one of these people who believes that like it should be a necessary thing. But that might just be my own shame. You know, I, people are free to disagree with me on that. But like when somebody asks me, my pronouns, I'm like, well, way to tell me that. Like, you can spot that I'm trans exactly. straight away. Exactly. Like, I'm just like... Usually I'm like, why can't you just use context clues or, like, float around the conversation for 30 seconds and figure it yeah, out? Yeah, but also if you get it wrong, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Last night I referred to someone as he and they said to me, oh, no, they. And I was like, oh, sorry. And use they, pronoun- yeah, they them pronouns usually. from then on. Most of the time it's not a big deal. Like, Hello? I just, I, I feel like... You know, and obviously if someone called me he, I mean, that hasn't happened in years. Um, mm. But, like, if somebody did, I would straight away be like, oh, it's she. And, mm. like, I wouldn't mind until... Well, I mean, I would mind. The shame part of me would mind. But, like, I, would, I wouldn't hold it against them mm. until, obviously, if I had told them and they kept doing it or something like that. But, like, I don't know if it's necessary to, like, spot somebody who you think is gender non-conforming yeah. and immediately peg them like on, I think if it's a question that you're going to ask then ask fucking everyone not just 100% like why can't the man in the GA shorts be like what are you because yeah. you associate that with masculinity yeah. like, like let's unpick that one why are you why are you saying it to me and not everyone else yes 100% <laughs> the like, issue is you not me it happened to me recently in a professional setting um, somebody asked me my pronouns within like two minutes and I was like you definitely don't do this to everyone. Literally. Um, that comes in here. Like, no way. And I'm just like, give over. I think like, it's because it's been like, so like peddled as like such a positive thing and so amazing. Pronouns but, in your bio? Do you pronouns in your bio? No, because I think this is the thing because a lot of like the point of being androgynous is the fun of playing with gender and making people go like, oh, what's... There is a kind of bit of fun in it, but I'm like, True. it kind of takes away that if I go... Yeah, he yeah, I guess them. I like yeah. to... I like the mystery around it. Mm. Yeah. No, I never did the pronouns in my bio thing because I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't feel like, like even if I did have like different pronouns than the way I was perceived or blah, blah, blah. And for many years I did. I mean, I used to be called she and I identified as he back then. Um, I just feel like, it's not something I feel the need to put in my yeah. fucking bio, you know? <laughs> like I, My bio right now is just, one line from my show, I think. I'm okay with being a boat. Um, my thought with um, pronouns and stuff is has always been that I feel like people value them too much. Oh. Like, obviously, if someone's calling me she, I can't be too much of a hypocrite because I did say for years it did piss me off, so I can't be. Yeah. But I think my name holds so much more weight than the tiny little pronoun that is used. I agree. There's a lot of focus on pronouns these days. It's like yeah. a huge conversation and yeah. And the thing is it's so fabricated because most people, even if like say you did have anti-gay thoughts or anti-trans thoughts, just for an easy life you would just be like, I don't know this person, I'm just going to call them whatever you want me to. Yeah. But obviously, you know, that doesn't generate 
media. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, okay. We barely talked about beauty, but um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna, you know, wrap up this conversation here. Um, we we agree on a lot. So we it do. might be very boring to listen to, but um, I but really we enjoyed this chat. Obviously, we have to do the last segment. Mm-hmm. We were together yesterday, yes. and we came up with the question. Mm-hmm. Well, we were watching Sex and <laughs> City, and this is like I think what we first really bonded over was yes. just talking about Sex and City Love for a good Sex and City five channel. hours. Literally. Liam, I noticed yesterday we talked about it for like five minutes, and Liam left. <laughs> oh, we didn't care, <laughs> and we yeah it did not stop us. Um, anyway, we asked. I asked Instagram. Who in Saxon City would you have liked to end up it with? Mm-hmm. So I will know. give some answers first. I know. Um, who should win? Aiden or Harry is what I got a lot of. Mm. A lot of Steve fans. Rob. Steve. Rob. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that was from Rob. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, he actually did that last night when we were together. Um, Big. I got from one person. He has money then. Um, somebody said Brady and then said only messing with Harry. <laughs> Um, Stanford. Who said Stanford? Did Liam say Stanford? Um, Alex. Liam said Stanford today as well? Oh, Liam said Stanford. Yeah, actually, Liam did say Stanford too. I feel I feel like they're joking, but I love Stanford. I know. I think they're taking the piss out of Stanford. I know, leave our Stanny alone. Luke said anyone who doesn't say Steve needs therapy. I Oh, fully agree. I don't agree. You don't like Steve? I love Steve, but like, oh, I, I don't think you have to be into Steve. Oh, you do? What? Okay, so is that your answer? Is <laughs> yes, Steve your answer? Steve. Really? Yes. He's, he's so a bit cute. of a man child, though. I know, he's so, maybe he's so cute, though. But would you. I I couldn't be with a man child. I, I love a sweet man. Love he is sweet very man. sweet, but I think Harry's very sweet. Harry? Oh, Harry. I was thinking yeah. Harry's not sweet. Harry. That's true. That's true. I love Harry. I love his. How shameless he is and stuff. That's he's true, just, that's true. And not a yeah. bothered. I love a conf- confidence in someone. I think that's why I'm most attracted to that's, Harry. What, what's the word for Steve? Let me see. He's kind of like, um, cutesy isn't kind Goofy. Of like, yeah, or like... Miranda. I love it. <laughs> I'm a bartender and I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> that was the episode we watched yesterday. <laughs> yes, initially. Love him. Yeah, Steve. Steve is your choice. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some honourable mentions that I would mm-hmm. have sex with Dr. Robert Leeds till the cows come home. Wait, who's that one? The Miranda's guy, the guy who, the doctor for the Knicks. Oh, or like only black yes, yes, boyfriend. Yes, yes, um, yes. I'm skirting around that. Yes. Um, I think Aiden is very physically attractive. Yes, I agree. Um, but he's way too nice for me. Mm. He's, he's like too much of a pushover. I, yeah. I would bully him to bits. Um, big, I'd have a lot of fun with, but he would... I would have got frustrated way quicker than Carrie did yeah. and been like, I am done. Yeah. Um, with this bullshit. He's so unconfident though, big in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, he's dope. Um yeah, I suppose since we we brought up Sex in the City, we should say who we are. Probably Carrie, I think. Have the hair for it. Yeah. Yeah, you seem like a Carrie to me. What, inventing my own problems and getting annoyed. No. <laughs> No, I feel more in like the iconicness or something. Oh, purr. Um, yeah, I I switch between Samantha and Carrie. I think I think mm. I'm quite Samantha in that I'm very inappropriate and not pretty yeah. at all. But then, yeah, I suppose I related to Carrie the most when I was younger. Now I relate to yeah the others a lot more. Um, 
Yeah. So when are we getting the EP? Um, I'm dying well, to all the fucking songs are done. They're written. I just need to record vocals. But now I've got two new best deliciouses with state of the art recording. And That's <laughs> true. You can so, borrow my equipment anytime. If it, it means I get the album. Yes, EP. Well, it could be an album. I've got enough songs to be an album, but I think I'm going to do an EP. And but, it's called. It will be all revealed shortly. Right. Okay. It's, it's, I do know the name. I'm glad yeah, I didn't say but it. It's, but... Uh, yeah, but it's like um. You're waiting. So there's going to be one or the other. There's kind of two iterations okay, of it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not quite sure yet. Mm. But yes, I'm going to say the end of July. Ooh. July for Belfast Pride vibes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. I will be away. So. Well, you better stream it to the Prisians. I, I want to see it on the balcony. Stream it to bits, but um, <laughs> don't have a lunch party without me, please. Oh, yes, of course. No, I won't. Wait, wait till I'm back. Yes. Okay. We'll <laughs> do. Or have it in Paris. <laughs> like, no one come. <laughs> yeah, be beautiful. <laughs> we'll make them come. Uh, um, thank you so much for yeah, chatting with me. Thank you for being like quite vulnerable with me as well. Yeah, um, that was a lot more of a serious chat than I thought we were going to be having. So yes. thank you for coming along on that ride. and strapping in um, mm. but yeah I really enjoyed it and hopefully you'll come back sometime maybe I like to repeat my guests I haven't done it yet but oh maybe when the EP comes out and it blows up and I'm yeah. will I have time for you <laughs> I'll come to you okay <laughs> um, yeah thanks so much babe yes thank you